0: Hello and welcome to NFT. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. I was joined on this episode to talk about the state of Top Shot with none other than Jess, a.k.a. Butterhoops and Uh And we get into a bunch of different things. We talk about the latest KD pack drop slash pack drop debacle we talk about collector score we talk about series three the best thing that's happened in series three from our perspective as well as a variety of other topics so uh, without further ado let's get into it with jess and Saurus. here we go joining me on the aspen nft guest line none other than good friends of the podcast Soros and jess aka Butterhoops, hoops gentlemen good afternoon how are you today
1: we're well we're well we're ready to talk about the nba and top shot
2: jess what dr. about you Day. dr j excited to be back excited to talk some top shot some uh, some hoops um yeah, just yeah you can rest assured My of favorite this. place to be on the metaverse.
0: Yeah, this episode, we will not be talking about Ethereum Layer 1 at all in any way, shape, or form. We are not going to be talking about hoodlums, so we're not even going to talk about other flow projects. We are sticking with NBA Top Shot. Um, Love it. So, you know, just to do some brief introductions, uh, Ginobili Soros is, is uh, living in Dubai, and we met through Twitter. And so Ginobili Soros is a teacher. And I was a principal in Dubai. And so we ended up creating a friendship there when I lived there. Ironically, when I went to NFT NYC, I was with Jack Settleman, another good friend of the podcast. And we were talking and having a drink. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you and I are, are, are working out some business for a moment. And it was actually Juan, which was hilarious to me. It's like the only other Dubai guy he knew um, he was doing some business with. And so it was, uh, it was super cool uh and and become a really good friend of mine personally and and really excited to have him on for the first time on the podcast i know he's been supporting it for a really long time And, and jess is just one of the good people in the space like uh been been commenting you know for a long time and got to know each other just through the twitterverse and uh it's evolved into a, a lovely bromance of its own. So I'm really happy to have you guys on and talk Top Shot today. And I just want to start with, you know, we're at Series 3. We have two series under our belt. We're still in beta, which I have some questions about we can get into later. But though I want to start with just Jess, you first. The best thing Top Shot has done in Series 3 is, and I'm going to send it to you for that. Dynamic challenges. I mean, just the
2: revamp of the whole challenge system, um, incentivizing me to keep up with the NBA every night and how that relates to, you know, how, how that might affect my top shot collection has just been like an improved experience overall. I mean, it seems like an early layer of kind of like a fantasy situation layered into where you're watching the sport, but you also have your collection in mind and your challenge in mind. So just been loving that um, so far.
0: Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I mean, I feel like this is NBA Hardcourt. I feel like what they were describing when they were going to develop Hardcourt the game, it probably is essentially what we're seeing with the Flash challenges. And there is no better thing to wake up to than to see that Jared Vanderbilt is selling for $268 and you have one. Uh, It's a lovely thing. So the way it creates market dynamics, I think, is super cool. All right, Ginobili Soros, the best thing Top Shot has done in Series 3. What do you think?
1: Um, I think they have just kept us in our tippy-toes, you know, you, with, the, with the challenges. Some people are playing a uh, moment ranks, fa- you know, fantasy. And, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking about, like, our goals in the short term, so, like, a month or two months from now. And we're also thinking what is going to be our play in the next year or so. So there are sometimes so many different strategies and just not enough time or uh, –
0: or money. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because, you know, I think in series two, a lot of people joined, I, I don't know if either of you were series one people like started in that early, early, early realm, just maybe you were, but, but I think like, at the onset, really, there was no collector score in February of last year when I started. So it was just sort of like, get cool moments, and maybe they'll be worth something someday. Or maybe you're just a fan of that player. And uh, to me, the fulcrum point, the tipping point, if you will, was the collector score and the team bonuses and the set bonuses, and, and that dynamic changed my strategic lens on how I wanted to collect on the platform. It really wasn't about uh, making money for me on flips at that point. It became, I want to be the biggest Bulls fan on the Bulls leaderboard, and that, that's what I'm focused on. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that it, it has been really interesting. They have sort of kept us guessing. Um, and I think, like, I, I'm curious to what you both think about, like, what's going to happen with All-Star Weekend? Any speculation on what we think is going to come as a result of the, the All-Star Weekend? I, I, I swear to God, I've only held my Seeing Star set together. I wanted to liquidate it to go oh, all wow, in on both. timing.
2: Great timing ju- you mentioned that because just to celebrate me hopping on this um, about an hour ago and and just before I pressed enter chat, I pressed purchase on the last seeing star that I had to get, which was the KD. So in the last hour I bought, I had five seeing stars. I bought the rest of them um, completed seeing stars because uh, I have this theory that, you know, they've looked like they've been rewarding people. I'm a hustle and show older and we got a lot of free packs um, this series for just completing um, series two hustle and show. So I was like all star weekends coming up. Um,
0: maybe people who have,
2: a complete seeing star series too. Get some packs as they start to to pick through who who those moments might be. Well,
0: yeah, and and Juan, I want to throw it to you too because if you notice on this latest KD pack drop, which we're going to get to in a second, uh, like they did not reward seeing stars holders with those airdrops. They rewarded Hollow MGLE. They've done hustle and show already and rewarded them. So it does sort of feel like they're holding out and. Uh, it, it makes you wonder what's going to happen with seeing stars. So what are you thinking about All-Star Weekend, uh, Ginobili Soros? What do you think?
1: I think they're going to have some kind of historical challenge. Um, you know, I, I don't know anything else. Uh, some people are also expecting that, you know, they're going to look at the leadership boards on Live Token and they're going to take a snapshot of the top 10, 50, 100, and they might they may do something um but you know i i've been holding to that since star set since you know like uh maybe like i don't know like 10 months 10 months right so i've switched a few moments here and there uh i wanted to buy a better cereal for some of them but you know i i bought it i bought it at an all-time high and i think it's it's a very unique set because It has very talented players, uh, and a lot of them uh, will hold value in the long term. Hot, hot. Especially that LeBron and KD. Hot
0: take is the best set for new collectors to get into because it is the greatest combination, in my opinion, of really, really good players at a reasonable mint. You know, Hustle & Show is awesome, but it's not a lot of A-list players in Hustle & Show. You have the great job reward. You think Archives fits into that? Yeah, I I. We'll we'll save archive for a little bit later. I have some some really strong takes on on why I don't like the archive set actually, uh, but it is all selfish reasons we can we can jump into uh, later on. But yeah, I think archive set probably fits into that that too. Um, but like you know, if you're if you're joining Top Shot and you, I had a guy a friend of mine named Pete. He's probably listening to this uh, once it goes live. He said, well, which I have, you know, a hundred bucks in dapper. I want to do something with it. I'm like, well, why don't you check out seeing stars and find some players? And if you're going to go collector score focused for your team, then, you know, you can get a really nice Zach Levine there. Like you, you, like there's there's a lot that can be done within that set that I think is super cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that set. But I'm hoping that there's going to be I'm hoping that the three of us are going to win a trip. We're going to be sitting in Cleveland together, sipping a very, very fruity yet alcoholic drink enjoying all of the all-star game weekend festivities. I'm trying to manifest it here. We'll see what happens. I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah. Do you think that might be for people who own the actual all-star
2: moments? I uh, know. The, the one that was 2021 LE as opposed to the seeing stars. Yeah.
0: Or, or the rising star set also. I think there's that's a true. huge potential that there, there's going to be something happening with that. Um, but you know, I I think that the the if I had to weigh in on what I think the best thing Top Shot has done in Series three, it's the, for me it's a hundred percent the team collector board. The yeah. team collector board motivates me to spend. It does because when I see that I'm only fifteen points away from the person ahead of me, I just go to the own the moment calculator, find out the cheapest way for me to get there, and then away I go, um, spending foolishly in the marketplace to go up some leaderboard the i, I think like uh it, it's been my favorite part of the season the flash challenges have been cool i find it very overwhelming uh to keep up with and i feel like i'm always like not clear on and i need to find a system that's going to allow me to sort of like focus on what's happening with those in a reasonable way but i think it's been really cool i, I mean I, I love to transition into this next item on the agenda which is KD. KD packs, and I'm not talking about the issues within the drop. Well, well that's later on the agenda, but I just want to get how how big of a deal was it to you, gentlemen, that they started to mix the the legendary and the rare moments into one set, uh, and, and did that motivate you to either up your collector score or to get in the queue yesterday? So, Juan uh, Ginobili, source, let's start with you, and we can go from there.
1: So, when they first announced it, uh, it just takes a little bit to try to absorb it, you know, and like I tried to like read different things. And, uh, you know, I, I went back to the blog post a few times and eventually, you know, I, I thought about different angles. At first, I didn't like it because, um, you know, I've never gotten a hollow pack and I think I only hit three rare packs. So I thought to myself at the beginning, you know it, it's a little bit of it's really hard, uh, as it like you know, the current system is really hard, and now we're making it harder. Um, so I, I I wasn't sure. I was very mixed about how I felt. and then I thought about how usually when a, when there's a hollow pack uh, drop, everybody starts selling. everybody looks at their collection and then they start selling, you know. A player that's senior, a player that you know uh, maybe they have a few of, and everybody's trying just to liquidate to have a thousand dollars in order to pay for that pack. so the really good side of this new system is that maybe we won't have people doing that because it's a lot faster to have 50 dollars of dapper balance than to you know pull a thousand out of nowhere.
0: Yep, maybe. Jess, what were your takes on this pack? Did it motivate you what are your thoughts? I mean, just from the sheer
2: improvement to inclusivity, um, loved it because now just plain and simple, someone can come in spend much less on a pack, um, and have the chance to get a hollow. And that wasn't possible before you had to, you know, spend a minimum amount of money to have the, ch- even the 1% chance to get a hollow and just for the sheer, anyone can come in buy this, by this cheaper pack and have a shot at it is huge. Um, and I do like the rewarding people with the higher collector score with a slightly better advantage. Um, um, you mentioned like this is something that they implemented before and it's I think it's a, a, a good transformation of something that we saw in the early days, which was there was an achievement tracker on top shot which gave you achievements based on how many people you had invited, um, if you had completed your team set. but what mo- what collector score allows them to do is sort of, quantify exactly you know what level of collector they want to let in and reward them exactly based on what they think you know those uh those collections have um when you think about it they can actually go in and see the average collector scores collection and say does somebody with a 10,000 collector score actually have the strength of collection that we think they should have and they can actually bring the thresholds down for drops and sort of you know, boost everyone's collection in a way, so it gives them uh, like better metrics to like analyze who owns what and some and, and kind of reward people in a better way. So, just overall, really happy with how things are like developing.
0: Yeah, and and I, I just went on the platform while you were talking because I was curious if the achievement tracker was still there, and maybe it's in uh collection, but I, I don't see it off the top of my hand. By the way, I want while we're on, what do you think the iodiumu Four badge is going for right now at this moment? low ask? Just guess i'll
1: I'll go first. So let's say seven hundred.
0: You're too high. Jess.
2: I'm honestly i have I have zero guess. I have no idea because this this has been a crazy season, right? with the challenges you see. The the craziest like bottlenecks like everyone's been loving the uh, Alec Burks this year because he's been doing really well for challenges in general. So honestly, no idea what what is it. Five
0: hundred and ten dollars is the low ask at this moment. There are only fifty seven of them available, so people are not selling. Wow. Uh, I'm I might have to sell this and just buy it back later because I don't think that's going to sustain. I got to imagine that I can flip it, and then come back in after the challenge is done and pick it back up for way less than $510. I mean, I'm shocked by so, that.
1: So, so Lonzo, Lonzo Ball is coming back, right, this season? Yes. So, Io will lose a lot of his playing time, so his moment will come down to earth.
0: It's crazy, though. I mean, um, and, but that is sort of the magic of Series 3, I think. Like, if you had to encapsulate it. It's the fact that I just log on and I see that Ayodele's moment is is freaking five hundred and ten dollars. It's more than the KD seeing stars right now. Like, I I, I just it sort of blows my mind, you know. But it is the market making that happens through the gamification that I think is really cool. And if you are a hoops head, you're it's gonna make it way more fun for you to get involved uh, because you don't know, you know. You can get these, and the other thing that I think this does is these these having these uh, challenges makes you value your common moments that you don't ordinarily like really think about as being valuable like it gives them a purpose other than trade tickets which i think is super cool so uh yeah i i just saw that when i was logging on to see if that achievement tracker was still there but i mean the kd packs for me i think uh jess you sort of nailed it and it won you too which like my friend who was just starting i was with him the other day he said I'm never going to get a legendary moment. This is before this was announced. He's like, I'm. How am I going to get to the collector score level? It's going to take me forever to do that. So the idea that you could sort of be way earlier in your process, but still have that opportunity, I think is is exciting for collectors. Now, uh, I, I did an episode uh, released yesterday with Rob PT45 explaining the legal end. That there have been some subtle changes on the legal and compliance side that we think made this go because I think before it was not a legal uh, possibility because they were worried about being viewed as security and they were worried about lottery laws and loot box laws. That's a great episode. You can check it. It's in the NFT stream. Rob is the best, in my opinion, when it comes to breaking down some of the legal aspects of what's happening in this space. But the pack drop yesterday. Did not go as planned. Um, it, it, it there there were issues abound, and, and long story short, uh, some people got five hollows in a single pack. They 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 weren't shuffled the right way. That happened. Someone yeah. got five oh, yeah. hollows in one pack. Yeah, multiple, multiple people. people did. Wow. And so and so uh, it, it was rip roaring yesterday on Twitter with uh, people upset and and okay. At its root level, I go, and I, I want to hear your take on this. It is a big screw-up. And it's a big screw-up, and people should be pissed because if you chase collector score to get into that and you spent $300 so that you could have a chance to participate in that, I mean, I don't think that's a great financial decision, but that's that's up to you. But if you did that, um, it, it kind of sucks that you didn't really even have a chance to get that. So refunding me for my packs doesn't really take out The sting of that because there were other marketplace spend that led into that. So Ginobili Soros, what's your take on the drop yesterday? I can't even imagine what time it was in Dubai when all this was happening because it always sucks for for pack drops in Dubai, for sure.
1: So imagine being up at, you know, around midnight and then you get two packs and then you open them and you completely forget because you're really sleepy. Oh, my God, I, I can go back in line and try to buy a few more. So I ended up buying two more and I opened them and, you know, I didn't get a rare or a hollow. Um, I was happy with, uh, with the moments, uh, how they were curated by KD. And I just went to sleep. Like, I didn't wanna, I didn't want to engage my brain into the drama that was happening. And I knew that when I would wake up again five hours later, you know, the drama would continue so it was i think it was one of the most interesting days in in top shot history and i i feel bad you know because we we have all you know we all work and we all have made mistakes right and when a mistake like this i can't imagine the behind the scenes uh for some of the workers at dapper labs and um I, i i felt really bad um you know i got refunded my money um maybe I lost an opportunity to, to get a hollow, but I'll never know that. Right. So I, I'll never know what my chances truly were. Um, I, I was happy with the decision that they came up with at the end. Um, what, 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 do you guys think?
0: Yeah, Jess. I mean, this is probably news to you. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you were aware of what was going on yesterday, but what are your sort of, uh, imminent thoughts from hearing no, this?
2: I, I mean, I heard, I've kept up with everything that happened yesterday, but, um, I mean, I didn't know about the five hollow stuff, but it, it always comes down to, I always zoom out a little bit. And like one said, I, I try to take perspective that there are real humans running this company who have, you know, who have a brain and they have a heart and they have feelings. And when people go online and they kind of say certain things towards them and, and we have, and if you honestly believe that you're, they're trying to build an honest product, you have to be patient with in them, especially yeah. in times like these, where they need your support more than when things are going great. Because when things are going great, everyone's going to be on their side anyway. But this is, these are the times where they really find out how, how the community really feels about them. So it's important that people go out there and actually put out like a positive word and say, look, we know you're, you're not out here doing this maliciously. If it is cool, it'll come out. Someone will be punished for it. Fine. Great. But until then, like we have to take into account that this is an honest mistake and people make mistakes and that's,
0: that's it. I'm of two thoughts on this. I think uh, Juan, go ahead. I'll come back in.
1: No, I was just going to say, I think, uh, you know, uh, people are spending their money and they feel emotionally involved. Uh, you know, they want to be, You know, at the top of their leadership boards, they want to, you know, they want to buy a moment before, you know, uh, before it it becomes a must have moment for a challenge. So everybody's putting their heart into Top Shot. And, you know, that's I think that's where the negativity comes. Uh, But at the end, I think everybody wants this place, this marketplace to be successful.
0: Jeremy. Yeah, I've listed my my AO moment for $600 just to, to update people on where we are right now in the episode. I'll gladly take the $600 and uh, buy it back here in a week or so for like $200. Bucks. So uh, that's one update. But I think I'm of two positions. The first is it is reasonable to expect the company at this point to have some of this stuff worked out. Like th- this is – it has been in beta for a very long time. So I want to start with the other side of the coin, which is like, I, it is it is okay to expect more and expect better. But that takes me to the other side of my, my point, other side of the coin, if you will, which is vote with your damn dollars. If, if you don't want to support a product, quit putting your money into it. And the reality is that if they, if Dapper went today and did another pack drop, And it was Anthony Edwards narrated moments, and they were $159 each, they would all sell out. Like, so so if you don't wanna support the product, I'm not saying go home and get out of here, we don't want you. That's not my message. But my message is if you don't want to support the product, don't support the product. But if you're willing to keep paying, then you gotta be along for the ride, like just said, you know, you gotta you gotta ride it out and can be upset and be pissed or be whatever but you can expect more but ultimately you you vote with your dollars and and that's my point if you don't want to support top shot and you want to move on a lot of people have a lot of people have left they've gone to, to l1 ethereum i said i wouldn't say l1 ethereum uh but here i am talking about it they, they've moved to ethereum they're happy there uh my good friend desert Minter would be one of those he was really heavy into top shot got him started he moved to eth he's really happy in the eth world it's a great scenario for him but you vote with your dollars and if you don't like something or you don't believe in the team then stop spending your money on the team i go take it somewhere else and do something else i mean i'm i'm still bullish on this in real life utility thing that's what i'm banking on that they're going to figure that out um and and if they don't at some point in time i'm going to have to ask do i want to keep spending in this platform i i don't i don't have a timer i don't have like a a, you know, a death clock to say, like, if there is no in real life utility by September 18th, 2024, I'm out of here. But there's in my mind, that's the that's the determining factor for my strategy. And if it's not going to be supported with this utility, then I'll be out. But stop. Stop spending your damn money on these packs. Like if you're unhappy with a product, I'll give you an example. They were doing the 10 base packs. I've missed some of those drops just for me. It's not worth sitting in the queue for you know, 60,000 mint base packs. That's no shade at people who do. It's just not something that I'm good. I'm not going to go out of my way to make that drop. I'll go out of my way to make a rare drop or this KD one, but that one, no. So that was a long rant. But I I guess for me, like, I I just say like, quit spending your damn money if you don't like it. I don't understand. I I
2: I just wanted to add a quick thing for, for listeners. It's like when you're disappointed, say you're disappointed, say you wish things were better. Say you want things to improve, but don't target members of the Top Shot team, don't do this, these weird things that people do on the internet. Um, you know, just, just be kind and just understand that this is a product that real builders are working on at the end of the day. And um, in terms of IRL utility, I th- I'm fully still confident that will come. And for the gamification, I think we have a lot to see f- from what might be being built for the game. So I'm looking
0: forward to uh,
2: uh, but and, and I think
0: Jess, like to, to your point, that the, the gamification doesn't require like heavy dev. Like wh- oh, what they're talking about
2: actual mobile games. Yeah,
0: no, but I'm just saying like in general, like the happiness I have from the flash challenges has gone a long way. You know, like Great. so 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 yeah, I mean I'm sure they're cooking something in the lab. Uh yeah. Oh go ahead, Juan.
1: No, if if I could give advice to people it would be uh... You know, don't get too high when you're high. Don't get too low when you're low. You know, it's very often in this NFT space that we see people flexing. You know, people are always like, oh, look at look at the great move I did and so on. And I felt it myself when I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just bought that. Um, and, you know, I just try to, you know, work out, work on my mental health, you know, and, you know, I just try not to think about it. Um but I, I think there are people that are making very irrational decisions some of them are bulking 50 a hundred moments of a certain player uh, with with a hope that they could flex one day
0: Hope is not a strategy gentlemen hope is not a strategy you know hope is hope and and I think that's a, a really a really good point. Uh, we're approaching the end of our time. I try to keep these things around thirty minutes, but uh, where I want to uh, sort of tie us back together is what I want to ask each of you: what your favorite series three moment is. Like, what, what is if you had to pick one moment that is your favorite, and and just see so you, if you were watching right now. Ginobili Soros is trolling me with a Raptors shirt after the Raptors beat the Bulls last night. It is a very conscious decision on his part, I'm sure. Uh, but I appreciate it nonetheless. It was the first thing I noticed, the Weave the North shirt going on for him. But uh, Jess, you had a favorite moment in Series 3 so far that like, you, you just like? And, and I'm saying it's not because of its mint count or whatever. It's just because you, you like the play itself. Um, love the
2: job lock. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. John Rents, like, amazing player, but his block this year was great, and and I was so happy to see that was being minted. And then everything in the in the... Uh, Kevin Durant curated um, set. I think those are phenomenal moments. Looking forward to collecting that set.
0: Yeah, good point. Uh, Ginobili Soros, what do you think?
2: Well, first of all, I wanted to
1: clarify that I'm a Spurs fan, but I'm Canadian, so, you know, whenever, like, Canada wins, you know, everybody's happy from family to friends. So Um, I feel really bad. I didn't know that that jab moment was a block. I'm, I'm in my own Spurs world and um, <laughs> I'm going to go with a common moment. So for, for S3, uh, Lonnie Walker Jr. Has a behind the back layup. And um, that's actually, that's actually a move from Manu Ginobili, who's a Spurs uh, assistant coach this season. So that's the moment that I have appreciated the most so far. Uh, I, that's my By the way, Devontae
2: Murray should be in the All Star game. He's so good. I I hope he gets picked as a reserve to replace somebody.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. he's he 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 has had a, an
1: amazing season, and you know when when your franchise is rebuilding, and it is nice to have a young talent that has learned a few tricks from some of the veterans like Demar Derozan, and uh, he also played with uh, with a. Uh, uh, Lamarcus Soldridge. So uh, we're, we're hopeful that, you know, he's going to be part of the future. And, um, you know, we also got a, a lot of young guys in our team. So...
0: Yeah, I, my favorite moment from Series 3 is the brother-on-brother brother crime between the Ball brothers on the rare Lonzo yes. moment. It's really nice. And the the thumbnail is probably one of my favorite thumbnails they've ever had. It's it's them brother and brother like kind of arm-in-arm, arm, which is super cool. Uh, but I, I just like that moment and looking forward to seeing more of, of the Balls together in these moments as we go. Jess, who's your team? I don't know who your team is. I'm just a
2: hoops head in general. So I'll watch anything, but you know, I'm, I'm, I live in New York, so I have to root for the Knicks, but honestly, I'm out here supporting every single team. Like I root for the Bulls every night. I'm a big coach pop fan, like historically. So love the Spurs, love the franchise and what they do over there. Um, just everything about basketball. So I never like to say, um, I like, I'm going towards one team
0: that's cool I mean I hate I hate the Knicks so I'm just gonna put it just reiterate that and double down <laughs> oh
2: God. um just I, I, I hate them right now too
0: don't worry yeah okay fair enough uh they are like my them and the Pistons both like it's weird like I just remember the 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 tail end of the Pistons and I remember the front end of the Knicks and uh I just the Starks in Ewing games where that any time they would play it was really really intense and uh, just not a fan. Although the Pippin dunk, uh, probably one of my favorite NBA highlights of all time. The the uh, you know the standing over and, and yep. carrying on. I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, we needed we needed on a moment. Uh, I maybe. Oh, we're gonna talk about archive set. So. Do you guys? How do you guys feel about archives? Oh, yeah. I, I want to th- have a discussion here before we wrap up uh, and let you guys sort of talk about that.
2: I mean, look, the way I see it, it is, it's a run it back, but for you know, like I said, it's a more inclusive run it back. It's for OG NBA fans who just loved one of those moments they loved at uh, that era, and and honestly, that's those are those some of those moments I came in hoping that someday I could collect. Um, and when I found out that running backs are very expensive and, you know, I can spend $20 and get a crazy historic moment from a legend from an era that I grew up passionately watching, totally fine with me. I, I won't lie. I mean, I, I think some fans would think that some of them don't give the proper respect. They should be in a legendary moment, but there's honestly, there's more respect of making it more available for the fans of that team and of that player who, you know, might not have a lot to spend.
0: Fair point. I said, I mentioned that my take on this was selfish uh, so I'll, I'll wait to go to me. What? how do you feel about Archive?
1: So I noticed uh, that there aren't a lot of flashy moments in, in, in the Archive set. So for example, if some players have a in the run it back set, if they have a dunk uh, in, the run, in the Archive set, it's just a layup or a pull-up jumper. So but, I, I mean, I grew up watching that basketball. Like, uh, for me, it's a classic. You know, it's like Mario Bros. You know, like, I I can't hate it. Like, you know, uh, I, I grew up uh, watching basketball and I used to be super emotional. You know, like, I used to be like, I, I hate Dirk, I hate this player and that player. And then eventually at some point, you know, I, I started thinking, oh, my God, like, I got to start appreciating these players. You know, the Spurs are out of the playoffs, you know, like. Dirk has two more years of his career left. So these sets bring back a lot of that sentiment, you know, where, um, you know, uh, right now, you know, the Spurs are in in rebuilding mode. And last year, you know, I'm I'm following the game and, you know, I want Chris Paul to win because of, you know, his, you know, legacy. But I'm also happy that, uh, you know, Giannis is building his own, right? So, maybe I'm, I'm in a little bit of the same boat as, uh, as Jess, uh, you know, like sometimes uh, I, I, I love the game.
0: I, I, it's interesting. It you brought like up, that. you brought up Giannis. Like I can't hate Giannis. I just can't do it. I, I, he's, he's a, a, a division rival, right? Like this is, I mean, they're clearly the, the most challenging. I mean, the Cavs are playing well too, but, Huge, huge rival. I do want to punch Grayson Allen in the face several times. I'm just gonna go ahead and accept that. So Jess is kind I'm gonna work on Jess's morning message of kindness when I see it tomorrow, but I, I still want to do bodily harm to Grayson Allen. Uh, because he's a punk, and- I'm, I'm not
2: happy about that foul. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't was- condone uh, any kind of bush league play in the league. I don't like that stuff.
0: Well, I mean, and he has a record. Let's just let's just yeah. be honest with it, Agreed, right? Yeah. But he,
2: he, he, I respect Hooper's he pulled and the Bruce
1: boost, Bowen
2: and like that. He pulled
0: the Bruce Bowen in 2020. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh man, Bruce Bowen. No, it, it it's one of those where it's like, uh, I think for me. I want to get to a point where so much of my sentiment about sports is rooted in who I don't like it. It's just, it's, it's that part of it. Like I think as a Chicago sports fan in general, a lot of your identity is rooted in the fact that you lose. So like Cubs fans, their whole identity was that they never won the world series. And then when they won, it was weird to be from Chicago because people didn't really know how to handle that. Like, the Hawks were good for a little bit. The Bulls obviously had the six championships. But after that, we're really in the gutter for a very long period of time. Uh, Are you talking about
2: fans not being able to handle that? The Knicks, Bing Bong literally came out of the Knicks having, like, a two-win win streak. And, like, we didn't even win the championship. So, imagine what would happen if we even, like, made it to the NBA Finals.
0: I think the world would implode. If, if the Knicks made it to the finals, Uh, no. So I mean, a lot of my, my energy is rooted in, in, in rooting against people because my team just very often is not in a position to compete for anything. It's like, I I was so happy when the Packers lost the other weekend just made me so happy because I just have a level of like disdain for teams that has to be, you know, my way to go. Go ahead one.
1: Oh, uh, back to the archive set. I, you know, I was thinking that they should do something like Throwback Thursday. I'm pretty sure somebody out there should have said, should have said, probably has said it before. But uh, but there aren't a lot of games on Thursday. So maybe like Throwback Tuesday, you know, and, and maybe we can use to give those sets the love that they need, you know, because, um, you know, whenever I, I'm looking at prices, you know, and I see Ray Allen for thirty dollars and you know you compare it to the players that you can buy for thirty dollars it's you know like the historical nerds like me we you know we gotta go old school with that
0: yep that's that's a good point the the archive set for me really impacted my issue is derrick rose deck the halls moment came wrecked my full set for the bulls and I just know that they're going to do an archive Derrick Rose, which sort of I don't like. I, for me, I kind of have this feeling that I'd like all timers to sort of remain at vintage all timers, like a shack, to remain at the rare level at, at lowest. And there to be some sort of challenge in, in getting those moments. I know an archive is going to come for D Rose and it's going to be like 20,000, 30,000 mint. Uh, And so that's kind of the main reason why I haven't consolidated things to go all in on that moment, because I know that's going to come. Um, But yeah, that, that's my only real thing about the archive. I I enjoy seeing the graininess of the footage in the archive moment though. Like I just like, I love love that. It's, it's super cool. You know, In, in the world of 4k, like it's, it's really cool to see that. So uh, yeah, we I think we've we've hit it all. This is uh, we, we've hit my 30 minute threshold. We've gone over. We've talked some basketball. We've talked some top shot. Um, I've gotten trolled by Ginobili sufficiently with the Raptor shirt, although he claims it was not intentional. I I, I, I don't know that I believe it, but we'll we'll see uh, anything else. Any of you guys want to say before we wrap up today?
1: No, thank you for the opportunity, and it was really nice to chat to both of you guys, and hopefully we'll do this again soon. Yeah, we,
0: we kind of are Triple J. I kind of feel like that has a nice ring to it. Maybe we do have to do this again. Jess, anything you want to talk about before we, we get off? No, just uh, excited to be back, and I'm looking forward to
2: like another round of this. I can, a lot of us can probably talk Top Shot in basketball all day, so the the opportunity to come on here and talk to you about it and with Juan, it's just a, it's a nice chance, so. Looking forward to
0: coming back. The next time we'll all be together is is at Cleveland, in, in a short period of time, sipping my ties and, and living the dream in one of the most uh, fabulous cities to vacation in in all the world, Cleveland, Ohio. So it's just a, it's just a see you later. It's not a goodbye, gentlemen. We'll be together soon. Right. I'll
2: see I'll see you at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, I'll meet you there. As always, yeah. thank you guys for joining. Thank you so much for all the listens, the retweets, and the likes. Uh, it's really shocking as, as we approach 100,000 downloads. It just sort of blows my mind that we're here. And it's really all because of the, the awesome guests that I get and, and the support of you. So thank you so much for joining. For now, it's Dr. Jeremy signing off, saying take care of yourselves and each other. We'll be back with Aspen Scam Busters this week. Oh, man. I don't know if you heard about the scam. And, and gentlemen, before we get off, if you heard about this, we're going to talk about it tomorrow. But it's perhaps my favorite NFT scam of all time did you guys hear about capetta no uh
2: maybe a little bit but i'm, I'm looking forward to catching the episode
0: yeah capetta nft was literally a rug pull by an educator who wanted to educate people about how easy it is to fool everyone so no money was taken but essentially over 24 hours he created a full project got a white oh. list it's really a good story we'll get into it tomorrow morning 10 a.m eastern but again yeah, it's, it's a great story. So, Dr. Jeremy signing off. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Peace. I hope you enjoyed that episode of NFT with Jess and Ginobly Soros. Gonna be bringing you a bunch of other episodes this week, including the latest Aspen Scam Busters, as well as talking with Principal Ra of and all of the interesting things that he's doing with creating a crypto wallet for students while they're in school so that's a really really exciting episode to bring you but for now it is dr jeremy signing off saying take care of yourselves and each other peace